0: Welcome to Mad and Mindful, a podcast series where we discover and understand all the things that make us mad in life, obsessed, driven, and motivated, while finding the balance and ways to keep us mindful, grateful, grounded, and meditative. I'm your host, Michelle, and I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Mad and Mindful Eee, I'm so excited because today's guest we have one of my near and dear friends, James Williams. <laughs> I'm mean,
1: here in the building, y'all. But yeah. <laughs> you've seen the last of me.
0: <laughs> so, James, you and I have, I was thinking about this earlier when I was driving down, you and I have known each other, known each other, yeah. since like first grade
1: oh yeah I mean but
0: we weren't actually friends until high school
1: were we did we know was it first grade because we, we would have sat next to each other Williams and the yeah. would have been I remember that so vividly I keep forgetting that we've known each other for so, for so long, long. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: but we weren't actually like friends friends until high school I, think.
1: I know which is crazy yeah
0: you know I've been on a lot of adventures together <laughs> You're so week. busy, and I'm so grateful that you're on the show with
1: us of today. Of course, I'm Thank so happy you. to be here. I've loved all the episodes so far, and it's been <gasps> nice listening you. to you on my car on my way home. Yeah. It's been really good, <laughs> oh, so you're I'm so excited. Sweet. Thank you.
0: So, first question I want to ask you is, tell me a little bit about your childhood.
1: So, I grew up in Manchester, New Hampshire, and that mm-hmm. was kind of... I got really lucky, and I think both of our, you know, our parents raising us in New Hampshire was really good because it's a great place to raise a child. Like, I I really love the city now, and I think that's because, like, I was, you know, in a, a town feeling, I mean, it was kind of a city, but now I love being in a city, but it was good. I mean, I was raised, like, my dad was such a hard worker, and so mm-hmm. was my mom, you know, they are both working and... So I was raised to learn how to work hard and work for it they both you know they're they have a good amount of money but they worked really hard to get it and they taught us how to you know yeah. you need to work hard to get this we weren't just given anything you know what I mean so mm-hmm. my brother and I, I have a brother named Marshall and he's you know just as much of a hard work as i am and we just try our best to you know keep that going <laughs>
0: so for those listeners that don't know what you do what do you do that translate into your hard work
1: so as far as like my job or yeah job, or, okay yeah. so i work in production for concerts and like stand-up comedians so mm-hmm. i work as a promoter rep and i also do production assistant things where i work in production along the lines of i do talent relations so i deal with artists as well as setting up dressing rooms and doing advancing which is reaching out to agencies and tour managers and figuring out what seriously, there's a lot of really interesting parts of it and to see the inner workings of like what goes on because a lot of people we're going to a concert tonight and a lot of people just show up and people yeah. don't know that there's a whole day And multiple days before where, you know, there's all this, you know, emails, calls, things setting Mm it up. And then the crew comes in and they set everything up and people don't realize what goes into that. Like
0: it's a full on
1: Exactly. There was something that I read where they were like, there's a show and then there's a show afterwards. Whereas essentially you see sometimes with the bigger shows that we do, we see 12 to 20 stagehands all taking down the you know the show so they can go to their next city and do it again
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's really cool because one thing that i've always known i wanted to do was i hate not the idea of a night five Me so too. exactly mm-hmm. and so i need change in my everyday and so i've loved that ever since so
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. So I know you as the queen of finesse. <laughs> like literally Sublime. my nickname for you is the queen of amongst Absolutely. other things. Prodigy, queen of finesse, yeah. like, um and there's so many other ones that I'm not gonna even list right now, but when it comes to your job, like how and even just in your daily existence, how do you yeah. find the energy
1: so to yeah, I
0: guess yeah. go after what you want? and connect with people?
1: Um, So, I guess, like, there's a few answers to this, but I think that in life, you're given this opportunity to show who you are no matter what. And I think one of the best things that I ever learned was, you know, not everyone will like you. And the huge point of that is, like, it doesn't matter because you even like everyone. Like, it doesn't even matter, you know what I mean? And so... At the end of the day, I am proudly who I am, and there's people who love that, and I. <clears throat> there's a lot of people who don't like that. Yeah. But what I do is, or what I like to try to do is I like to be personable, and I like to be who I am, and it's not even something I can, it is something I can turn off and on, but it's genuinely who I am, and I think that there is a way to go about it where you can network really easily by showing that you work hard and i've done that you know can you give like, an example yeah so i recently i mean last uh, it's been almost a year now but i worked my first festival mm-hmm. and i worked in artist transportation and the people that were like the head of production for that were really impressed by how hard i was working like there is a thing where they had said if there's any artists you would like to see, just let us know and we'll have a block off so you can go and you can watch these artists. But I know that in my head as a trap. Like, I not a trap, but like... Really? You see that as something where it's like the people that are here to go to a show or the people that are not. And so, I, so I never said I wanted to go see anybody. I'm like, I'm always in there and I'm saying, hey, how can I help? And another thing too that was a huge part of that story was since I... I'm a production assistant at the Webber Theater. Yeah. I and I do promoter rep stuff as well. But we one of the things we need constantly is clean towels. So, just <laughs> hear me out with this. So, mm-hmm. we've clean towels, stage towels and regular towels and one of the things they realized they were lacking this was the day before all of this like the weekend of the festival, they had okay. said that they were like out of towels and then I said, actually, I can get towels for you. And they're like, what? And I was just like, trust me, I got it. And then they were just like, I was like. Did you? If if, if you just make the, if you just can clean them at the end of the weekend and I I'll take them back, they're like, that would be amazing. And okay. so I literally went to, I took one of the other people that I was working with. We came to the Wilbur, put all the towels in the thing. And then. Wow. Yeah, I brought them there and then they cleaned them and we brought them back. But they were super impressed by that because I showed the initiative that I'm like. I saw that there was a problem, and I'm like, I can actually help fix that. Granted, a lot of people may not be in that position, but, like, there are things throughout the weekend where I was given, like, a certain artist to work with, and then one of the guys who, I mean, you actually got to meet him at Boston Calling. I don't know if you remember him, but his name's Aiden. He vouched for me that I was, i have been doing this for years, like, doing talent relations, so Mm -hmm. they had said... We need someone that's not green or like sure. new to the scene yeah. to work with. I'm not going to name drop, but this is a big artist that was there. Okay. And um, they had me do her all day, like having be like her specific. Um... Oh, I thought you were saying who it was. It was her. Oh no! no <laughs> oh, sorry. You, you, you know what? I can say it. It is what it is. But it is Avril Lavigne. Okay. I was with her throughout the day, and then like they were really happy that I dealt with that because, let's be real, there are certain people who are a little more more needy with what they need. And so I was able to do that. And so I think that they saw that. And at the end of the weekend, one of the people that was running the festival said... You know what? I wanted to get you this, and got me a Starbucks gift card, and said you were one of the only people that constantly replied to my emails when I said I wanted you to reply, and you were always here. And I wanted to this is a little bit of a thank you, yeah. But I got offered a lot of different jobs at festivals throughout the summer. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go do them, yeah. But I know that this upcoming year, I really want to get more into festival scenes. So, yeah. so I have
0: so many questions. It's all that one response. But first question I'm gonna ask you is what yeah, got you like. In love with festivals
1: okay so going back to <laughs> our past okay we and to all these listeners michelle and i go back like car seats yeah. we go back like car seats. Yes. oh my god i love that we um we've been to so many festivals and shows together we really have we really have and edc orlando edc orlando ultra unh winter white ultra oh my god. girl What i tell you? oh my um, and We constantly, you know, when you fall in love with that...
0: What is it, what specific thing, like, draws you to it?
1: So, that's a very good question. I think that the thing that draws me to it, to what, this industry, I guess? To festivals,
0: specifically. To
1: festivals is, when I think back to, like, those moments where we're at Ultra, we're at EDC Orlando, Mm -hmm. and... There's that moment where we're all in the crowd and like above and beyond one of our favorites yes. goes on and they play a song that you really love and you get like this. I have chills right now talking about it, but like this literal trans, Yeah trance like state and then you you can't help but smile, laugh and dance. And then when I was working these festivals, one thing that initially drew me was the ability to work at festival because I've always loved them. But then the moment really hit me when I saw some of the people in the audience win, because if we're parked backstage Mm -hmm. before, like we got to like go out and kind of see the artists a little bit. So I did do that. But I, so when I went out and I saw these people literally in that moment, just Mm -hmm. absolutely being lost in the music you can tell that this was something that they really wanted to do yeah. and really wanted to be there for. I'd love to be able to be a part of that. And I think that that's why I want to be in this industry, because every night is someone's first concert. Every night could be someone's last concert. You want to make this a really, <laughs> You know, it's true. Wow. And you want to that, make every yeah. experience memorable as much as possible.
0: Is there a difference between concerts and festivals? Yes, life?
1: yes. The
0: which one do you gravitate?
1: The logistics one? of both, so, because I've done concerts for so long, it's easier to work a concert, obviously, okay. but the and the hours for a festival can be very difficult because yeah. you work, excuse me, you work like twelve to fourteen hour shifts three days in a row, mm-hmm. and then which, To a lot of people and for me sometimes that's like easy going and so that's why I was like since I'm used to that industry there's people who were able to get into the role that I'm in that I worked with but they weren't used to those hours and they were just kind of like they weren't really there to network. I'm there to network and I'm there to enjoy the time and I want to be able to go and experience new things and so... Can
0: I interject?
1: Yeah of course yeah.
0: When you say network... Yes. What's your view on network? So, like, for example, networking can be seen as... Um, what's the right word? As... Self-beneficial? Yeah. Right? Or it can be seen as bartering, which is like, I give you something, sure. you give me something. Usually yeah. yeah. Or it can... It could be a myriad of things. So, like, what's your view on networking itself? Because like, I feel like there has been, over time, a negative connotation on the word of itself. Of course, right? yeah.
1: Um, so, my thoughts on networking, my way of networking is different than what other people do. I'm not going to go into a room and, like, here's my, there's this thing called Popple, which is this thing you can put on the back of your phone where if you put it up to another phone, I've it seen does, that, you know, what yeah. I mean, I'm not that girl. Nice. I'm not going to go and be like, here's Take my out your information. Phone. <laughs> there are people, I okay, this is actually a really funny story with this, but um, I worked with this one guy who, when I was just originally just a production runner, which is doing tasks for production as well as driving artists from time to time, and then, you know... Like, just getting things for production. Mm-hmm. There was this guy that just started working with me who... This no joke was his philosophy, and he said this straight out. He said, the best way to get a job in the industry is to follow artists into their dressing room.
0: No. Absolutely
1: not. And so, he got kicked out of... so. Even
0: I know that's not a good thing. He got kicked out
1: of two dressing rooms from what I know of, and I don't think he ever worked in the industry yeah. after that. But he had this warped idea that's the type of negative connotation in networking you definitely don't want to put yourself out there like the bad, weasel right? weasel yeah. exactly weaseling and there's this idea of hustle and there's this idea of I don't know what the opposite would be but there is two I guess in the same networking there's two types of hustling There is. Mm. is it kind of
0: like in, the yeah. work smarter yeah. versus work harder
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little, there's always a give and take. So if you work harder, you have now this background where you can say, or what's the word I'm looking for? You have this resume where people now know how hard you can work. Mm. Now you can make the moves to work smarter. So even though you're not really necessarily working as hard, people know your worth and they earn, know your capabilities. Now they want to teach you more Ah. things. They want to be able to do things because that's the, I never go out of my way to be like, you know, I want you to hire me for this. I say I'm available if you ever need anything in the future. Mm. I really loved working. You do that thing called the sandwiching where you say, this was such a fun weekend. I literally loved working with you. This is the middle of the sandwich, where then you say, I would love to work with you in the future. If you have anything, just let me know. And then you end with it. Seriously, that was amazing. Where did
0: you learn this from? That's actually
1: an old business tactic. A lot of people will tell you that that, the sandwich tactic is also used. This is actually what it's mostly used for, where if you want so it's a management tactic where you say say someone that's working for you messed up on something say they did something completely wrong you start with you've been doing a really good job and then the middle is i just want to let you know that this is something that you did that we need to do a little bit differently like you practice in your head you're like this is what i should probably say and then you end with but you've been doing a really great job or you phrase it a little bit differently but soft blow versus hard blow exactly you sandwich it but you can use that sandwich idea for other ways and then the multiple jobs that i had been offered i actually took one Mm. um where a company had me do POS systems. It was a small thing, but they yeah. like I went to Connecticut and then New York and then they put me in a hotel and then we worked at these venues. But if that was the only one I was able to end up doing. The other ones I really wanted to do. But it was really cool then I use the word network. I mean there's kind of a connotation with networking, but I was able to build these relationships with people that, you know, I will say, connection? in my industry... It, connection, thank yeah. you. That's actually a better way to I put
0: it. I think it yeah.
1: Yeah, the connections... The industry that I work in is super small. Like, it, when you really think about it, there's not a whole lot of people you know that are in this industry. Sure. And so that's the reality of it is, is people that are blacklisted, when I tell you they're blacklisted, like, people don't hire them anywhere across the board. So it's so small that, like there's a lot of ability for upward growth but there's a lot of ability obviously the other way so yeah. so interesting yeah.
0: so going back to one of your original responses that like got me thinking of all these questions mm-hmm. you work hard people take notice you put in that sandwich how do
1: you <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a little, I, yeah, for you those did listening. A little how
0: do you Balance, or make sure that you're not taking advantage of or being seen as just a hard worker. So, like, prime example, I've been seen as a hard worker, right? Yeah. I get offered jobs, they put me in, and I just grind my ass off. Yeah, One, right. that's because that's all I know how to do. Two, yeah. like, they've seen me in that capacity, so they're like, okay, naturally, she will perform yeah. at this level. Right, so I think it comes down more so to your personal boundaries, but yeah. how do you differentiate or have those boundaries, if at all, in those so,
1: situations? Um with that, I'd say that... Um, can we curse on here? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, It's so fucking hard. Let's <laughs> be real. <laughs> is... I already cursed, so you're <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, one thing that... It is hard, because in yeah, our yeah. end,
0: well, we... Kind of share industries, but separate in some ways. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, we work dog hours, let's be real. Of course. We deal with so many personalities, so many people that you only see one time, but affect, like, a larger ripple, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's not easy. I think for me personally, like, I've had a hard time laying down my boundaries. Of course. And so that's why I've burned myself out several times. But I see with you, you're always like going. Yeah. Do you ever feel tired or burnt out? Of
1: course. And that's, I'm so glad you brought this up and I think that that's really important is when you feel the most burnt out, sometimes it's like that idea of like you're that much closer towards your, you know, you're getting somewhere. Sometimes like for me, working hard is important, but I, this is kind of like a character flaw as well. I need validation. Like I need to be told I'm doing a good job or I need to be told, like, I can't kind of derive that for myself, which I need to start doing more. And I do, I do that as well. But at the same time, and I think a lot of people can relate and maybe people listening as well, where there's this level of, I want to work really hard, but maybe I'm not getting paid enough. Maybe I'm yeah. not, you know, being respected. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where in certain s- instances where it comes with women, women of color, sometimes just people of color, they're in this instance where they're being either abused or things that are sexually like harassment. Mm-hmm. And it happens more often than not. And I mm-hmm. think that it's so overlooked and yeah, it's very difficult. No, you're, I mean, you're hitting I'm with that, but
0: heartstrings. Your boundaries, boundaries, boundary, thank you,
1: and it's knowing your boundaries. And it's like, it's sometimes really hard, of course. Um, I'm building them. There's certain times where, like, recently, there's actually one or two instances. This is actually with the other company I work for, I'm not gonna name them, but because I don't want this to, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I was working for this other company and. I ended up being paid only to a certain point of that day, it was a day rate. Mm-hmm. And then the client wanted us to stay on longer. Mm. And I had to make that boundary because it was just a really long day. It yeah. was hitting sixteen hours and I was Holy. really tired. They wanted me to stay on to do something else. Okay. And I said, I'm sorry, but I was already paid for this. I just wanna let you know that if you wanted to let you should have let them know if you needed me a little bit longer. Mm. And at first, there was a little bit of like you could see her attention. She was just like, but then she was just like, have a great night. Thank you. Like, not in a bad way, but she's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. have a good like, night. Like, I get it. Thank you for all your help today. Yeah. But that was difficult for me because the old me best believed would have
0: been like, I'll I'd say. I'd like, sure. Yeah. Even
1: if I'm not getting paid. But yeah, like yeah, now, yeah. I have to have that boundary, especially if it's a long day.
0: Have you been taken advantage of?
1: Absolutely. I yeah. mean,. I know, Especially the type of person I am, Which thing Which is, I hate to use this word, but can be submissive. Like I'll be like, okay, yeah, I can help you. Okay, yeah, I can help you. It's would difficult.
0: People pleasing be better. Sorry, people yeah. pleasing. <laughs> be I'm trying to like. I'm yeah, trying for you mentally to be parent, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, for you mentally, it's probably better because it resonates. Yeah, I, I you wish I right <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> that's why I'm here.
1: Yes, and I think that people pleasing gets you only so far because yeah. at the same time there's a loss of respect from certain people where they're like stand up for yourself. The bug. Right. <laughs> so. But you know
0: what? I've Like you know me. I believe in the good of people and I believe that no one would ever take advantage of another person and that's my character flaw is that yeah. like no, people are inherently good. They've just had bad shit happen to them so they're going to yeah. do bad things. Like I have put in over a 100% in work and I still get taken advantage of, yeah. And unfortunately, for me, I'm just beating myself up at the end of the day rather than putting equal fault on both parties, right?
1: Yeah, and I see you get taken advantage of a lot. And <laughs> what no, 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 from I'm what lying you tell it's me, so true. no, it's true. And I feel I like you and I are like in that way where we're like, yeah. we want to show our worth in work, but then it's like we need to learn when to say so, a boundary, yeah. we need to say, yeah. I need to take this time from me or i'm going to lose so let me
0: ask you do you think you're at a point in your life where you can actually start setting more boundaries because like you know when you're younger you're supposed to be supposed to be i don't even know quote unquote a yes person yes 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 let me take this this and this and this and this right and as you get older you start to know your worth you start to say no more right yeah do you think as mid to late whoa mid to late 20s
1: <laughs>
0: I know bro. we're allowed to start saying no
1: absolutely and I think okay. it's I think the issue with it is in going back to what we were talking about with like certain networking opportunities sometimes you have to say yes to then be able to say no and I think yeah. that oh I know I Ooh. know <laughs> it's difficult I
0: think it doesn't even end. Cause I'm just thinking about some of my employers too. They're in like their thirties and forties and they're still saying yes. Yeah. Just to get their foot into the door. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. So it never ends.
1: It never ends. But I think that the issue nowadays is like, and this is kind of going on a tangent, but this needs to be said. This is... No, let's hear it. This is an age where we're all, you know, on social media and things like that and everything literally becomes so saturated that we feel like we need to do... We need to be in this position Mm. or we need to do this type of work Mm. or we need to look this certain way, Mm -hmm. which I deal with a lot, which is very difficult. But, like, even for me, sometimes I wake up and I go on TikTok, like, or I do this or that. And we're so saturated with content that and I know this obviously keeps being said but then you know what's being done about it but
0: yeah.
1: I think that when we see that sometimes we're like I have to keep saying yes in order to get to this certain status or I need to be able to make the yeah. I really want these certain people to be proud of me or yeah. these you know it is what it is so yeah that's kind of the real sad thing about that
0: going back to one thing you said where like you are unapologetically yourself Mm -hmm. when it comes because i really want to touch upon finessing and really dive deep into it yeah i want to tell him a story real quick please do yeah prime example of james's finesse so many stories but one of them is we were at a party red bull guest house party very exclusive little wayne was performing pete tong Um, Sam felt before he was on his rise Um, just a lot of big names Um, and it was at Miami during Miami Music Week. I only had one wristband and what I was going to do (laughs) it's so like college of us I was going to hand off my exclusive wristband to James to get in and then he would hand it back to me so that I could get in and I was working this by the way and the bouncer was like nope and so James was like don't worry I got this and sure enough hops on the phone starts speaking italian he doesn't even know italian flu. you don't even know italian flu. i'm talking as if no. you're not here but like and bouncer let him in yeah and fucking sane
1: It's the same guy too yeah that was crazy was it the same guy or was it a different guy it was the, the same
0: guy another story real quick if you guys don't believe me because that's a one-off right but no here's another one he was out with one of our mutual friends you ended up getting a whole table and bottle service because you said you were a professional DJ. Yeah. <sighs> no proof needed. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. When I say he is the queen of
1: oh, finesse. That's, that's the better side of hearing that I finesse. Because I don't necessarily do that at work, but like I am very good <laughs> at being like, there's a way to get in anywhere.
0: So how do you do that, though? So... Because that takes a lot of confidence, yeah. a lot of self-conviction.
1: So you want to know why I was inspired to do the Italian thing? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because in I... In
0: Miami of all places, too, where Miami, it will totally yeah. sell. So.
1: <laughs> exactly. I had just taken this Italian in film class, <laughs> uh, and I knew these certain words, and I knew it was gibberish whenever I was speaking. But here is the best advice. And, like, be careful with this advice, obviously. Mm. But this is so... It comes with a little bit of a warning. But if you walk like you're supposed to be somewhere, you will always be able to go to wherever that is. So Uh... there's obviously going to be barriers. Like, you can't just walk past security. You can't do this, that, or the fifth. But where both of those stories kind of have, like, intermixing, you have to think about what is, and I don't totally remember the Red Bull Gas house or unfortunately, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of like, the reason why I knew to be able to get in is because there's certain people that are, you know, how should I phrase this? There's certain people that are meant to be inside and then not have like class or like wherever they are. And the... How should I put this? There's certain things on that end where you have to look from the place you're trying to get in perspective. So, people but that this are this was
0: all like right when it was happening. Right when it's like, happening. How did you do so that? So for
1: Bull stories, that, the Red Bull guest house is a little harder to explain. So I'm going to skip that. But the 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 club that yeah. Geraldine it was Geraldine and I yeah. that went to. I initially thought. You know, this is in like kind of a, like a small city. What is some way that they're going to benefit from this as well, or what? And that was what my mind officially went to, and I'm like, the other part of finessing that's really important to realize is there's what's the worst that could happen from it? You mm. get told no, okay, move okay. on. Worst case scenario. So I called as an agent. I didn't call as myself. I called as an agent saying. Oh my- There is, And it's on our Snapchat memories of like what the name of the DJ was. But I said that the CJ is going to be in town. There's going to be, the DJ is going to come in with the tour manager. She's going to help, you know, they're going to come in town. Is this a place that we could go to and then we'll add things to social media, whatever it is. They said, let me go. And I remember this very vividly. I was in my house literally making the call. But I was pretending that I was in an office. I played. And I swear to God, this happened. <laughs> Go to YouTube. I played office sounds in the background. <laughs> I swear to God. I understand. This is probably why I, like compulsive lie. inside of me comes out. But so oh I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna finesse this. So I. They said, we'll we'll get a table for them. We thought. We thought we'd just get in, we'd have a table, and we'd pay for everything. Yeah. Not only did we go in and we made ourselves look like we were on the phone, we were important, we were taking pictures and videos, they paid for everything. We didn't pay for a thing. Wow. They had bottles with us, and yeah, we posted their socials, but not as a DJ. They didn't even bother looking up the DJ's name. They were just excited that in quote unquote artist was gonna come in and like that's like that's like and if they were to have really looked at it they would have seen the calls coming from a new hampshire number <laughs> <laughs> so it's my, not it wasn't like, like
0: club like live. it was like a small town it club. was a small town that's club because I
1: wouldn't have been able to do that at a club
0: you I know I mean? uh, yeah that's wild so going into the 90s do you ever get insecure look like at
1: all yes of course I mean I'm insecure all the time okay. I think that
0: where does your courage come from
1: courage comes from the ability to say fuck it because there's a level of which like sometimes like I look in the mirror and I'm like I'm not who I really want to be exactly but then there's a level of just like but people respond well to me you know but where does it come
0: from like where did you get that courage from initially when you were growing up
1: Um, Because
0: it's something that's built over time. It's not something you get overnight.
1: I think I had courage from my grandfather was someone who was just kind of like a very outgoing, really funny. Like, I remember him being able to make me just like cry laughing and just, he was someone who was very outgoing and was always the life of the parties. And I'm going to be real with you. He was kind of like, not the best looking guy, but he was always so social and like, Mm -hmm. There's nothing that you could say to him that would, like, he was also very, like, unapologetically, like, what's the word, like, irreverent. Like, he would be, he would say a lot of things that were, like, maybe not good to say. Nothing ever, like, racist or, like, maybe a little sexist. But, like, he was very, like, just really outgoing, and I really admired that trait. Like, people were gravitating towards him, and, like, Mm -hmm. I think... Deep down, I've always thought when he passed away, I was it was in two thousand end of two thousand nine. I just remember there was just this light that was really kind of gone, and like I'll never forget. We're at his funeral, and this still gives me chills to this day. We're all at a bar afterwards, and everyone was still really upset because he was still relatively young. He was in his sixties oh, and wow. or like late sixties, yeah. so he. Um, was or maybe around 70, it doesn't matter. So we're at the bar and then everybody was kind of down, but we're all, they were all trying to get into the jovial spirit. Cause that's what he would have wanted. Mm-hmm. And he, um, we all took shots of Meister. Even I was like young, young and they're like, you can have one, but like, we all <laughs> cheers to him. His nickname was Jack and we all cheers to him. And we're just like, to Jackie and everyone for years later. And I always wanted to be that person, no matter if I'm here or I'm gone, to be someone that people really appreciate. And I think, that like, it's not necessarily oh. courage, it's just deep down, that's just who I am. I just, okay. I can help, or I have people that gravitate towards me. Okay. So. Okay. And I know I kind of okay, went too. on a tangent there, but.
0: No, I love it. Thank you for sharing that, too. Of Cheers to Jack.
1: Cheers to Jack. Thank Those you. feel his energy Rest in here peace. now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Amen. So, we covered a lot. I have so many more questions. Of course. But I want to make sure that we're still in time. Yeah, of course. What time? I want to ask you a few questions. Yeah, of course. Answer them with either one word. Yeah. Or a phrase. Okay. Okay. So, first question is, what is your current purpose in life right now?
1: To live, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. to really just live. Like, yeah, what's the next
0: one? What does living for you mean then?
1: So. That's not the
0: next question, but I, oh, I'm okay. curious oh, okay. to know. So,
1: yeah. like, in your everyday life, you could either wake up and think, like, because the reality that really has been hitting me recently is that I'm getting older. Mm. And I think that, that it's something that's been like. I never even thought about when we were in college or high school because I was at like my peak and then like I not I never peaked in high school but in college I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Subtle. I peak and I just never thought I would like get older. Like I used to be able to literally drop it low in the club. My knees would give out now. <laughs> but there's a level of which, like even today, where. I was supposed to maybe have that one day off. I wanted to have that day off with you. Like, I really want to spend the day with you, and I wanted to go to the show that we're going to go to. But I'm going to be real with you. There's part of me that looked at the schedule, and like, that's my one day. I could just rest. But I'm like, I'll rest when I... Whenever. You know what I mean? And, like... But these are these are moments where like this is going to be a core memory for i mean people say core memories when you're like young and you get these core memories i'm going to remember this for years and like i think that this is really important what i think is really great about mad mindful is that we can (laughs) all listen back to it and like be like that was a great time and we could be like that was really like important for you to do and i think that this is and going back to like i think it's really important that you're doing this
0: thank you i appreciate that but
1: live every day like it's your literal last you know (laughs) these trying times (laughs) it's worth it
0: so next question of course are you doing what you thought you would be doing five years ago 10 years ago, actually, because we see,
1: actually talked about five years, ago. and you were doing this. Yeah. Let's see. Ago.
0: 10 years ago would have been... You would have been 20. 18. So we've
1: been... It's still in high school.
0: Yeah.
1: No. Only because I... Or no. It was the, the one answer. The same yeah. word. Okay, yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> now I kind of want to ask you more questions. Like, <laughs> no, why? No, idea, yeah.
0: What's one way you stay mindful?
1: Breathing.
0: Okay. What's something you're unapologetic about?
1: Um. Sorry, going back, deep breathing. And then (laughs) what you're unapologetic about is my energy.
0: (laughs) I love! Um, Okay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: Flying. I, and I've always Ew. said that. Fine.
0: That's fine too. Again? I, what? <laughs> yes. It really is. Yeah. And then, okay, final question. What's one thing you'd ask our listeners to do today?
1: I'm going to give a little bit more than one word for yeah, this. Yeah, that's I think that it's important that you call your loved ones. I just had two people in my family pass away this year. Call your loved ones. If you have them in an, you know, one thing that I've realized is that, like, especially for gay people mm. and there are certain people in this world that are a little bit more outcast that so you get to choose your family so even if it's your friends that you consider your family mm-hmm. call them and just tell them that you love them you don't even need context but it's really important that like you let them know that they're loved and then they'll for sure let them let you know that they love you back but it's those are those moments where like we really grow as people is showing Yeah, that
0: we love loving care.
1: Yes, of course.
0: Well, James, thank you so much. Oh my god, this is so good. This is amazing.
1: I'm so happy. We have to bring you
0: back because I have so many more questions, and I feel like we've gone down like so many other avenues. Yes. But for now, thank you so much. Yes,
1: thank you to everybody watching, and thank you, Michelle. This is one thing I would like to say: is like I said, this is so important, and I'm so glad you're doing it. Ah! Please don't stop. Keep it going. I love you. Thank you.
0: And as always, I'm happy you're here.